Blog Talk Radio. Dead boy raised in Finland. I come down off of the Kopio Tower, and when I did, they were singing up there, and an Englishman from England, a buyer, was up there, and he was so drunk, and he heard that song on Golgotha, and all their songs are in minor. And when he came down, why, he was weeping, and we went over to him and talked to him. He could speak English, and we led him to Christ there on the hill. And Brother Baxter and them said, come on in now, or not Brother Baxter, Brother Baxter wasn't along that day, Brother Lindsay. And he said, now come on, let's eat. There's about 30 ministers up there. And I said, no, I can't eat. I don't want to eat until after 6 o'clock. We sat down, and I listened to them talk and everything through the interpreter. And I said to Brother Lindsay and Brother Moore coming out, I said, something's fixing to happen. I said, I just feel it. That something's going to happen. And I said, I don't know what. And we got in the cabs, and they don't have many cabs in Finland. Most of them are horse-driven. So we was coming down in a car, and down at the bottom of the hill, there was an accident that happened. And a car, an American-made 35-model Ford sedan, had struck two school children running at the speed of 60 miles an hour. And the two little boys are going across the street. There's not many cars, so they were... And they started this way, and they seen the car coming, and they started to run back, and one run this way and one this way, and the fender, the driver, swung to the right. And when he did, it hit the little boy by the chin over this way, and just turned him over and smashed him up the side of a tree and concussed his little head in that way. And the other little boy, it knocked him straight forward as he gave the twist, and run over him and mashed him under the wheels and kicked his little body up in the air when the wheels would set, he'd lost control of it and just threw down on his exhilarator and instead of his brake and it just the little boy's body just rolled up like that and flew up in the air and went out in the street and fell like that. Oh, just mashed the little fellow. And we were way up on the hill, way away, and we seen the accident happen and then people began to run from the school and it was quite a little bit, about 15 minutes till we got down to where the little boys were. And they done tucked one little boy. I didn't know there was but one of them. But uh, the other one, they done got him in another car and got him away, and there's no more cars there. And I drove up, or they drove up, rather. And Brother Moore, when he got out, he started weeping, come running back to the car, said, Brother Branham. And Brother Lindsay, here he come. He had a little boy, too. And my Billy Paul, I hadn't seen him for a long time. And Billy's mother, you know, is dead. And I've been both mother and daddy both to him. And I... I pack him around with his bottle against my bosom here to keep it warm in the cold weather and crying, walking up and down the streets. You've read my life story. Like I don't know what to do. And the little bitty fellow leaning on my shoulder. And I, he's always scared when I go away. Of course, he's almost a young man now. But I thought of him. What if that would be him? And what if I'd, a telegram would come across the sea and say, Billy Paul was crushed in a car wreck and he's laying dead wanting you to come home. And oh, how I begin to think how that poor mother, they'd gone after her. And there the little fellow laid there with a coat over his face. They said, come look at him. I couldn't look at that child. I just sat there and I was just shaking like that. And Brother Lindsay just holding his breath like that and crying. He's got a little boy too. And so finally I took a look at the little boy. Just go to pick him up. We had to take him to a place. Now, if I hadn't have been so excited, I'd have caught it right away. And as soon as I stepped out of the car, 
Mr. Eisen said, isn't that terrible? So then people said, there's that miracle worker from America. Let's see what he'll do on this case. And I said, well, it's just people who didn't understand. And the chief man of the city, I guess a, a guy like a mayor of the city, he was there. And so we, we went, I went over there, and they looked, and oh my, poor little fellow in there, his mouth open like that, his little eyes open, his little hands like this. And they would wear those little, I guess they used to call them little panty waist for boys, you know, and he had a big heavy rib stocking, and his little shoes was knocked off of his feet, and one of his little feet that was twisted up like this was run plumb through his little foot, run through his, his stocking at the bottom. Oh, he was uh, just horrible in there. His eyes open like that, and I said, poor little fella. And that just made it worse. And I let's go to put him into the car. And as I started turning around, I looked in front of the little boy. I felt something go. I said, maybe that's just my sympathy for the little fella. I started to make another step. Something went. I waited just a moment. I turned around. I said, let me see that boy again. And they pulled back the, the coat they had laying over him. I said, I've seen that boy somewhere. I said, that, ask those ministers if he's been in the church, a member of their church. No. I said, has he ever been in the prayer line? Brother Lindsay said, no. I said, I've seen him somewhere. And I don't know where, but it still looks like. I looked around, I seen them big rocks piled up laying there. I said, praise God, I know where I saw him. I said, Brother Moore, get your Bible. Brother Lindsay? So what's the matter, Brother Branham? I said, look at the folder of the leaf in your Bible. I said, that's the little boy that's going to be raising the dead. And they, Brother Moore run with the car and got his Bible. He said, brown hair, brown eyes, about eight years old, poorly dressed, crippled, been um, mashed by accident. A rocky land said, Brother Branham, that's it. I said, that's him. Oh, my. You don't know how that feels. You know where you're at, then. All devils out of hell. If he'd lie and everything, he wasn't hell up around. and never stop it. It's there. It's got to happen. Now, the only thing is just drama. I said, now, I remember I knelt to this side in the vision when I prayed. You have to do just as you've seen it. And I knelt down. They all gathered around. I said... Now watch, thus saith the Spirit of God, this boy's life will return to him. And there he'd been dead, dead, taking his pulse and everything, he's gone. So, and all mashed up like that. And I knelt down, I said, Heavenly Father, many thousands of miles across the sea, that lovely nation where I come from, America, I said, down there that night when you moved into that room in that lovely place and told me that this would be, and I testified of it, and stood and said that you'd bring it to pass, and now thy servant sees the day that is to be fulfilled. I said, I thank thee, Heavenly Father, for the power of vision, and I thank thee for all your goodness. And now, eternal God, author of life and giver of all good gifts, I ask you to bless this scene with your presence. And when the angel of the Lord began to move down, I said, O holder of this boy's spirit, death, 
according to a vision that God has already showed that you cannot hold this child. Therefore, I call for his little soul to return to him in the name of Jesus Christ. And no more than I said that, the boy jumped to his feet just as normal and well as he could be, just as perfect and normal and whole as he could be. That's wrote throughout Finland, everywhere.